Hello everyone, I'm Cassandra Nwalu. I come from a line of badass women. Women with thriving careers, women who run successful businesses, women who follow the rules, break them, and then create new ones to live by. Queens in every sense of the word. They're single, they're married, they're divorced, all running their own races and living their best lives. The African Queen Podcast is a celebration of African women, our lives, our challenges, and our journeys. So grab a cushion and get inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the African Queen Podcast, and I'm your host, Cassandra. So today's a very special episode because I have two guests. Usually I have just one, but I have not only two guests, but they happen to be sisters. Yes, it's a sister-sister episode. So my first guest is Jay Thina, born Justina Ebube Chituru. Jay Thina is an Afro-hip-hop artist whose rare sound is heavily influenced by her African roots. Jay's message is expressional. She portrays beauty, identity, and faith. She won the first ever edition of Who's Got Talent and has made so much impact with her music. She was recently signed to the renowned British record label, Next Music for Sin. Jethina is definitely a rising star to be reckoned with. Our next guest is Nkiruka Blessing Namokwe, a double honors degree holder in computer science from Olabisi Onabanjo University. Nkiru is the CEO of Nikki's Makeover, as well as an internet coding instructor at Early STEMA. She spent her formative years after school working in the banking industry for reputable organizations like UAC Affiliates before starting up her business as a beautician. She is now the go-to makeup artist for celebrities and entertainment experts. She is currently the head makeup artist in Try My Job with Ola, a reality TV show on DSTV, where she was also recognized in CNN for her work. She's also the makeup artist for PHB Films. They've done films like When Love Happens, Lodge Time Hero, and Sanitation Day. She's worked on a string of projects, red carpet events, celebrity weddings, and award shows. Some of the people she's worked with include Osasi Hadoro, the actress, the present governor of Lagos State, Babajide Sanwolu, Nseikpi Atim, Nigerian actress, Nancy Isime, and a host of others. Nkiru is a successful beautician, and she also designs websites. Thank you for coming. So, how are you doing? We're doing amazing. <laughs> Nkiru, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Nkiru, Nkiru seems like the quiet one. You know, it's funny when you see sisters and the different dynamics between them. One is the outgoing extrovert, and the other one is more introverted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you? Very well, thank you. Welcome to my show. So, if music be the food of love, Mm -hmm. play on, give me excess of it. What is music to you, Jethina? I've always seen music as a tool to express everything I experience. And there's so much beauty because music is the only kind of work that has different genres. So there's Afrobeat, there's hip hop, there's there's literally every aspect that like different countries have their own sound. So I feel like it's a it's a tra- tradition for people who desire to express. Okay, thank you. You're a makeup artist. <laughs> she's looking at me. She's like, please, please. She's, a, she's a, I didn't know Nkiru was this shy. 
<laughs> she actually is. I'm not. I think when I'm in front of a camera or something. Well, She'd rather be behind camera, behind the mic, behind everywhere. Well, it's a good thing we're doing a podcast, not a, a video cast or mm-hmm. a video interview. So, Ankira, tell me about makeup. What is makeup to you? So, for me, it's not about painting, but enhancing the beauty. Because I think before I started makeup as a profession, I look at people's face and I see painted faces. <laughs> you know how you can't identify someone mm. with the makeup on? Mm. And it was, it was unpleasant to the sight because you're looking at somebody and you think it's someone you do not know, but <laughs> hey, that's your friend right there. And because of that, I never liked makeup personally. Okay. So... Even when I started doing makeup for myself, I didn't learn it then. People would tell me, come make me up on my wedding. And I'm like, how? <laughs> but makeup for me is more of enhancing the beauty, the natural beauty, because every woman is beautiful. So instead of looking painted and looking totally different from you, why not enhance that beauty with makeup? That's makeup for me. So would you say it's beyond the physical, it's beyond what you see, it's beyond colors? It's really about bringing out the true personality or the true beauty. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's interesting. It's an interesting way of looking at makeup. So, Jay Thiner, mm-hmm. how did you get into music? Obviously, everyone who makes music will tell you, oh, I started from the church. I started from the church. And it was like that for me because obviously my first experience with music was from church. And then I moved to... Were you in the choir? Yes, I was. Children's choir. And then I moved to making beats with my mouth and, you know, hitting the tables in school. And then obviously when I finished school, I got signed to a management. And then it was basically just moving from one step to another. I never knew I was going to make music full time. So it was really just following the lead of my desire to express myself. How did your parents take you going into music? Wait, what did you even study in school? I always ask my guests what they study in school because I like to think, you know, there's this Nigerian thing where you study one thing that's totally different from what you actually want mm-hmm. to do. But then you do it because maybe that's what they gave you in school or that's what your parents want you to do. It's the respectable thing to do. So what did you study in school before going into music? I studied music. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't hard. I think my parents accepted it because I entered an interview that I won. So it was glaring for them. I didn't have to struggle to want to make music. It was easy going for recordings. You know, it was easy. So after coming out from the contest that I had won, my parents could see. And then I I came out at the back cover of a magazine or the front cover. I can't remember. My dad was so excited. He was showing everyone. So I feel like it was easier for them because I was happy. And then they could see the fruits. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit about the talent show that you won. How did you audition for it? How did you get into it? And what was the experience like? Okay, it was on air. It was first on air. So they said, call in and do whatever you could do. There was rappers, singers, and poets. So I called in and I was pretty, pretty young. And it was, I was like, hello. And they were like, oh, how are you? And then I said, I'm a rapper. And they said, okay, rap for us. And then my voice totally changed. I was like, yo, 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 yo. And they were like, yo. Like, it was so fun. And then they invited us over to the studio where we recorded um, takes and then they broadcasted. Okay. So, Ankir, you studied computer science. Not only did you study computer science, you were a double honors degree holder. 
and now you're into makeup. And okay, so a little bit of coding, yeah, but mostly makeup. How did your parents take that? And how did you even decide that was what you wanted to do? Um, so I'm thankful to God that my parents are very supportive because like they trust our decisions. I don't know, maybe because they trust themselves enough to think, oh, these children will make the right decision. So whenever you come up with something, so it's funny, right? My younger sister, the one after her, that's the last, mm -hmm. she's a cobbler. Oh. Yes, like though she's in school, yeah. but you get, she so told like Momsi. house of creatives. <laughs> you understand? She told Momsi, I want to learn shoemaking. And she said, okay, where? When? And they paid for her and then she started training. So I think it wasn't difficult when I told them. I didn't even tell them anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was because how I learned makeup was before then I was I was doing it for people. I will I would just do my makeup. Then makeup was like the very block that the block thingy that you see mm -hmm. and it's just straight. And yeah. people say, Oh, this is your makeup is fine. In my mind, I'm like, hey, only you know that I didn't even learn this thing. But after a while. I developed interest in learning it. And that's because when I see people, and for instance, if your brow is in a certain way, I just feel like if I could just help you to just do this thing right and you can move on with your life. You don't even need to say anything. Like it, it feels awkward when I see something wrong, mostly when it comes to makeup. Mm. So I thought of it. I told my sister, she said, are you sure you want to do this? I said, yes. Okay. So there was no time. Then I was in school. There was no time to actually learn. And then, you know, us here in Nigeria now, there was strike. And then she said, this is a good time to learn. I said, this is a good time to learn. <laughs> and then I learned from someone. She's currently in the U.S. right now. And that was it. I learned from her. I learned movie production also. And then from there, it's been bliss. Nice, nice, nice. So in terms of, right now you're the head makeup artist for a reality TV show. So tell us how did that come about? Okay. Um, and you also got featured on CNN, recognized for your work. That's huge. How was the experience? How did you feel? Did it give you some kind of validation that you've actually taken the right career path? Yes, it did. And that's because, first of all, I'll say, whatever it is you're doing, the first thing is trust God and then be loyal. Because these days... It's rare to see loyal people. Mm -hmm. So how I became, how we even got to that part, so how I became the head of makeup artist in, um, on the TV reality show, that's a try my job, was on a movie set. Okay. I worked with a producer, a certain producer, and, and then I was shuffling Open State and Lagos as I was a student. At the same time, I was doing makeup. So there's a movie production somehow somehow this was working out for me it's either we're not writing an exam or so funny enough that period we were writing an exam it was my i think it was my final exam in school so there was no way i could leave school to do to do movie production that's my final year for christ's sake so i called in someone to to help fill in for me yeah. and then while she was there they called me saying whoever you brought on said this person is not doing it well and i came from i think the next day was supposed to be exam but i came all the way to come see what was going on so when i came you know you can't just come and start acting and start doing paralysis instead i was just focusing on teaching her what to do so that while i'm away again i won't get calls like that so in the process the producer just came to me and she said um i have a meeting somewhere and i don't know if you can like to me little makeup and for me little is there's nothing like little is that you're doing <laughs> 
they are doing makeup or are not doing makeup. So when I started doing her makeup, I took time because I needed to make her look good. She said she has like an appointment and you know how, you know how it is. You have to look in a certain way. She told me that she's supposed to meet with some certain set of people and she wanted to look a bit decent, not her regular eyebrow and red lipstick because that's all she wears. That was what she told me. And then when I did her makeup, she liked it. Of course, she knows I could do makeup, but like the fact that she was a producer on that production. So like my focus is usually on the cast, not crew. She's a crew member. But like I did it and she, I didn't even say, oh, I wasn't complaining. Everything was peaceful. And after then, we exchanged contacts many years later. She called me. Okay. Hi, NK. So before then, we've been communicating somehow. And then she called me. Hi, NK. So... Finally, I'm doing my thing. I'm not doing movie production. I'm not producing movies anymore. I want to start my own production and it's trying my job and I'd like you to be the head of makeup. And I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> and then that was it. That was it. I um, did several series. Um, even while I was serving, she had to bring in some people to fill in, like filling the makeup spots. And that's because I was communicating. Because another thing is, communication is key. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell people stop, they wouldn't know. So I was telling her, oh, I can't be here. I can't be there. I was basically telling her one or two things. So she she knew that if I was available, I'll be there. Yeah. So she had to bring in someone while I was serving. So after service year, boom, it was just me, 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 me all along. And then CNN came in when, I think it was uh, when we were. So because we've done so much, because we air on African magic. Okay. So they heard about what we do is we bring celebrities and they try out like a blue collar job. So mm-hmm. you get celebrities like Mr. Ibu. I taught him how to do makeup. <laughs> so <laughs> on that set, it was, I did one side mm-hmm. and he did the other side. So basically it, it's fun because aside from him learning makeup, we're trying to tell people out there that you can actually do it. You can do whatever it is you think is difficult. Just by even looking at um, what we do on Try My Job, you can learn things. We've had them, um, I think... Um, we had several people try out, um, trying to remember those things. Planting, had people try printing. Like going to a photocopy thingy and then you're learning how to print, how to do this, how to do that. Like everything you can think of, how to even turn Amala. There was one actor <laughs> we brought on said that he... he that would require skill because Amala, if you don't stare quickly enough, you'll start getting lumpy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And who wants lumpy Amala? Nobody. I was even going to ask, <laughs> what did the governor of Lagos State do when he came on the show? Oh, oh, yes. oh, he came on the show. Yeah, he yeah, came he on the did. show. He did. Came, he came on the show. He came, he came and he learned how to batong, straighten. Hairdressing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hairdressing. <laughs> so he watched, uh, even the um, the deputy governor mm-hmm. also, he did the same thing. Like he, I think one washed and the other one uh, dried and straightened the hair. And aside from that, we went to Ikeja. We learned how to like change screen of a phone. Oh, yes, we, and that's he, a useful skill too. Yes, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that it's it's actually possible. Mm-hmm. So things like that, we bring it to reality and make you see that wherever you are, you can just by looking at, um, just by watching our show, mm-hmm. you can actually learn how to do these things. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk to Jade Thina about your sound. Okay. So you say it's an infusion of... African sounds, mm-hmm. hip hop, and, yeah. and a little bit of what else? Well, it's just Afro hip hop. It's Afro hip hop. So tell us about your sound. Okay, I've always been a rapper, like hardcore rapper, because I grew up listening to so like Lil Eminem, Kim, exactly, Foxy Brown, <laughs> exactly. Rap so I, I grew up listening to Eminem, <laughs> Tupac, okay. but then I realized that yo, I'm actually African, and mm. 
we need to show that we got something. That's how I started to infuse African sounds. That's Afrobeat and then rapping on top and singing as well. Okay. Yeah. So are you more of a rapper than a singer? I'm more of a rapper. More of a rapper. Yeah. Okay. So you, can you give us like a two second demo of something? Sure. Okay. So let's hear you. I don't know. Do you, do you need beats or can you provide the beats by yourself? There? <laughs> I'm putting it on the spot. I'm telling I'm putting you. It on, she'll do it for us after. Maybe okay. we'll put it behind the scenes so that you guys um, listening to us, you'll enjoy it too. What has been, you're a rapper in Nigeria, mm-hmm. a country where female musicians are usually put against each other. You know, it's almost like people believe you can't have more than one successful female musician mm-hmm. how much more a rapper female mm-hmm. rapper there's always that oh let's put them together it's this versus that i don't want to call names obviously mm-hmm. but how is the industry to you of female musicians for female rappers okay there's always this thing of people wanting to say you sound like this person when you're a rapper and so when i started they said oh you sound like this person you sound like that person and I said, oh, yeah, I sound like this person because this person is good. And so if you say I'm good, then like that's that. good. Like yes. That. <laughs> yeah, so there's always, like you said, putting this one against that one. But I'm excited because my message is still unique to me. And even though I sound like this person, I feel like time will tell who I really sound like, if I sound like that person really, or if I sound like myself. Because if you hear me more often, you will know Jay Thiner's voice than remembering that, oh, she sounds like this person. So I don't feel any pressure at all when people say you sound um, this, this way or you look that way. I accept it all because I know that it's just a phase. It will go out soon. Because who's your favorite rapper, male or female? Oh, my favorite rapper would be Lecrae. Oh, why? Because he's... about this artist? His music is real Mm. and it's true. So I enjoy when I hear people talk about, oh, they had this struggle and then they they went through this phase and then they're out of it. Then people who sing about, I got $10 million in my act, you know, like literally say what's not true just so that people can respect you or tame you rich or successful. But I feel like real success is truth. Real success is saying, oh, I didn't get this right, but now I'm doing it better. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Lecrae makes music that I can relate to. He talks about his struggles as a child, where he is now. Obviously, he's made it now, so... He's constantly preaching about identity and truth. Mm. That's why I respect his music. Nice, nice. What's your creative process? How do you create your music? Okay, I have seasons. So there's times when I don't write at all. And then there's times when I just keep writing. And I feel like looking back, it's always been when I experience something really, really beautiful or something really not so beautiful. Every time I experience something that is not so usual, I write no matter the emotion behind it. I feel like I always use any, every opportunity that I feel new to write something new. Thank you. You're also a coding instructor. Now you do have a computer science background. So do you think this has somehow influenced your foray into coding? Yeah, I think it did because makeup and coding, they're <laughs> like words and opposites. And then having both... It's because I have the background from studying computer. Even before I started studying computer, I've always loved 
touching the system, touching phones. Like, I just know what to do. I just feel manual is a waste of time. I'll figure it out just by holding a phone. Just leave one week. One week. One week is too much. If I don't, I can't, you know, when you have new things, you can go to bed. Mm. The thing goes to bed on you or something. Yeah. So, like, having devices, having knowing what to do, knowing how to use um, applications comes natural. And it was part of the reason why I wanted to study computer science. And when I did, love for programming, coding, building of websites, just started developing. And of course, I couldn't neglect my love for makeup because I can't stand looking at painted faces when I can actually do something about it. Yeah, yeah. So coding, you're coding, you're teaching kids. What has the experience been for you working with kids, teaching them how to code? Because, you know, it's one thing to be to know something, to have a certain skill, and it's another thing to actually teach it. So how has that experience been for you, passing your knowledge of, you know, softwares and codes to little kids? Okay. This is for coding alone, right? Yes. So for coding, we have pre-recorded videos. Mm -hmm. So you know how you're watching something or maybe how to cook, for instance, Mm -hmm. and they're telling you, add this certain amount of Maggi, add this certain amount of salt. So that's what we do at Elistemar. So we tell you the exact thing to do so you are for you watching that video when you're done watching the video what you're doing the next time is to replicate what you've seen mm-hmm. in the video so it's on like going somewhere else or going on a line and you're just watching and someone is just typing mm-hmm. no we're telling you what you're typing and why you're typing what you're typing so it, it broke it down literally just like i said just like how to cook how to do this how to even how to do makeup. Mm-hmm. So even just by watching video of makeup online, people still don't get it. They still don't know how to do it. They want one-on-one. But the way we explain it, like you can't even get it wrong because if, if for any reason you're stopped, you can, there's a, there's a way you can actually reach out to us. So we like, well, we always live chatting and communicating with the children. Mm-hmm. So imagine children of seven years, eight years, and they're building websites. Amazing. Yes. And that's because mm-hmm. there's a video for them to watch. So they watch it and they just replicate it. So it's a different type of teaching. Yes, it is. Okay, okay, because you know, with you being shy and all, <laughs> I, it's 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 better that it's, I'm teasing. I'm teasing her. <laughs> if she was white, she would be all red right now. <laughs> so you know, yeah. I mean, it's different when you have a pre-recorded video as opposed to a live video. So it does aid the the teaching process. So parents, what have been parents' reaction seeing their kids? Build all these websites. I had lots of testimonies, like lots and lots of testimonies, because um, when they started, they didn't know it was possible. But mm. seeing that after months, mm. they've been able to do a lot of things. So, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Jade Thiner, you recently got signed to the British label, mm-hmm. Next Music for Scene, right? Yes. Tell us about that. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. How did that happen? I feel like you didn't make such a big deal about it on social media. Like everyone should know that. How did that happen? Okay, I haven't been talking about it because I want people to see the results more than the, oh, she signed. Okay. So I got signed to Next Music in June that's last month. And it was through a friend who had been producing for me. And he said, oh, that my friend was signed. He was based, he's based in the UK. So he's like, oh, I'm going to play your song to the people I'm signed to and let's see how it goes. And so he shared my music with them and 
Voila, I'm here. <laughs> yes, so it's, it's been beautiful. I recently dropped singles and there's an EP and then there's an album after it. So they've been doing so much work that I couldn't do myself. So it's such a privilege to actually get signed and then obviously start. Okay, well, you get more information on that on our website mm-hmm. for our podcast notes. So... Our last three questions, we're going to ask you your bucket lists. Three things on your bucket list. <laughs> NK, go first. NK, you go first. What? <laughs> I'm choosing. NK, go first. This is not fair. <laughs> this isn't fair. Okay. So I'll start with the fact that, so it's different from nine to five. Mm. Like, I'm trying to tick one list, right? Mm-hmm. One of, I'm trying to tick a box right now, but I'm trying to, I want to explain something. Mm-hmm. So uh, like being a makeup artist or being a skilled person, mm-hmm. it's different from going to work like you, you're on that company. Mm-hmm. I'll say the box I want to tick right now is the fact that I work under companies that actually trust me enough to be their head of makeup mm-hmm. department. And that's because unlike just hoping that someone calls you one day, you don't even know if it, that's going to happen or something. The fact that you have people that trust you enough to say, oh, you had this. And I'm not just heading one. Like I'm heading, I'm setting off two right now and more, more counting. Though some are like, you know, and that's because a lot of people are trying to put things in place also. So, but I'm grateful to God that, yes. You've done one at least. I've not done one. It's more than one and counting. <laughs> so what I mean is the box. That yes. Ticked, the fact that people are now coming to you to solicit your services and to engage you as opposed to you being under a company. So what is the second thing you'd like to achieve? Can she go nurse? So like one word. <laughs> okay. Jetaina. Okay. I hear people say they want to tour the world while making music. I want to tour across Africa first because I feel like Africa is so beautiful. The food, the people, the culture. So one thing I definitely want to do is to have like a music tour where I go around African countries sharing my music. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Second. Okay. NK. NK. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this box, even if I know it doesn't it's not what you're expecting to hear. But well, you don't know what I'm expecting to hear. <laughs> I'll shock you. <laughs> I'll shock you right now. So you know how you're busy with work, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you forget that first you're a child of God and mm-hmm. your relationship with him matters because yeah. hello, we all disappear from this world. We're all going back to where we came from. So like the fact that I still do all of these things and I understand that my relationship with God keeps getting better and better because for every time he blesses me, I just say, oh, Father, you did this. So yes, that's a tick for me. Mm. It is a tick. Okay. Okay. Second bucket list. Second bucket list will be to put Africa on the map, African females on the map and African culture, like how our hairstyles, because I want to make more African hairstyles, wear more African designs. Like I just want people to ref- to reference Africa when they talk about music. Because when you hear people talking about music, they talk about big names from the Western world. I feel like Africa should be on the map too. So I want to take that. Amazing. So Anke, the last thing you would like to do before you leave this planet? Is to have a very big studio. Because at some point, I won't focus on going there and here, but different studio with loyal people that actually understand my own definition of makeup because it's not painting. It has to be structured. Everything has to be precise. So yes, I'll have that studio in different locations with different people that have the, the same dream that I'm running with. 
twist there because I, I won't be everywhere. Yeah, it's <laughs> not possible. Third, <laughs> yeah, do you turn? It would be to meet Lecrae, who oh, I told okay. you, yeah, inspires me a lot. <laughs> I literally want to make music with him. From um, your lips to God's ears. <laughs> thank you. I want to. So, yeah, it would be to meet him and tell him how much his music has blessed me. Okay. So your superpower, one superpower, one superpower. What's the one thing you can do without thinking? It's something you do really well. Your superpower, NK. Arrange. I just know how to put things in place. <laughs> I, it just comes, like... <laughs> I just know how to put it in the place, basically. Arranging things. Jay I feel like mine would be the opposite, scattering things. Scattering things? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. It would be giving advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so easy for me. So you feel like you give the best advice ever? Not like the best, but I feel like I have the words to say at the right times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe you have the gift of encouragement. Exactly. Counselor in the making. <laughs> <laughs> so what is an African queen? To you, how would you define an African queen? First of all, it's someone who knows who they are and is is proud of who they are. And so always being involved with your roots counts. So if I feel like anyone who comes and say, oh, my name is Justina. I go by the name Jaytaina and I'm African and I'm proud of it. That's someone I can call a queen because we all have our crowns. But when we pick it up is when we get in touch with our roots. Thank you. What's an African queen? Who is an African queen to you? So before now, I plan to break this down in pieces. But <laughs> instead of doing that, I'll just say one thing. Just the proof of this one woman. That for me is an African queen. So how would you summarize a proverb 31 woman? We might have listeners mm-hmm. who don't know what a proverb 31 woman is. Diligent, hardworking, respectful, mm. optimistic. Not laid back. <sighs> you know that mentality of I'm a woman, I shouldn't work. You know those things that we get from I don't know where. Do something. Do something. You know how she was providing clothes. She was making sure everything was... She, she was a boss babe. <gasps> Her is a babe is a babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I wish we had more time. I wish we had more time. But it's been wonderful having you two sisters. You're amazing. Thank you so much for coming. I'm going to ask Jay Thina to give us a small, how do you even say it? You can tell I'm not a rap head. <laughs> you say give us a small rap section or to do, to do a small rap section. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We go now. I'm no longer full of pride, living water, full of life from the mighty clay arise. Because the father had picked me up from the time that I gave myself up for his will. And everything that's around me is clearly a product to cover his tree. So I clap, clap on the Sunday morning, church clothes and Joe's on it. I'll be there before second service and navigate and then talk about it. We go, we go show it up because we know, we know who we got. Is it you see in the cloud? Is it you see in the rain of fall? We, hey, and tell them, say we know they hear a word. Because if it's not in the Bible, then it's not word. And when we come through, you know, we go. Changing the game in the name of the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could rap. If, if I had, you know what, on my bucket list, I'm going to add Lent to rap. Whoa, I'm going to rap. Are you sure you tell us your Instagram handle. Okay, it's J-T-H-Y-N-A. That's J-T-H-Y-N-A. Okay. 
nothing That's else. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Thank you. What's your Instagram handle? Nikis underscore makeover. Okay. So please spell the Nikis. N-I-K-K-Y-S underscore makeover. I love how this sister always looks out for her sister. <laughs> like, please spell it out. Let them not make any mistake. Thank you so much for coming. Guys, girls, if you love this episode, please show us. Leave your comments on our website at jamit.fm. We also invite you to follow us on Facebook at the African Queen Podcast. You can find me, your host, on Instagram at Cassie Omu Alu. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao. You can subscribe to the show on jammy.fm or you can download the Jammy.fm app on Android or iOS.